0: Drop?
1: Anyways, okay, let's, <laughs> let's play the song. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been to the past. I'm also not going to pretend to be an expert on the We've batteries. been to the future. <laughs> You're not We've that? been all around the
2: afterlife.
1: And you know. I'm so, I'm excited.
2: Ted, the best place to be. I, I don't want to talk over the, is it going? It's here. It. The best time to be is nah. now. And all we can say is yeah. LET'S, Let's, run! Run! <laughs> Let's run! Can you see, is it going stereo on there? There
1: we go. Huh? Is
2: it going stereo on there?
1: Uh it doesn't really matter, just because You're gonna I could do it over. Yeah.
2: Over, yeah, yeah.
1: Overdub it or whatever. Overdub, yeah Yeah. So What I don't, what is this thing? <laughs> it's a little it's a little bingo launcher. Oh! Oh, we should give this to genuine wrestle boys. Isn't that where it's from? No, it came in a Happy Meal that Finn had. Oh! And f- I just f- assumed those guys had recorded up here. Oh no! Woo! <laughs> what a strange
2: thing to even manufacture.
1: <laughs> Happy Meal toys are such bullshit. <laughs> They're such bullshit. Oh my God! God gave <laughs> rock and roll to you, to me, to, to everyone, to buddy. everybody. Welcome to the, ne- the welcome to We Do Keanu.
2: <laughs> what so, were you going to say? The next episode of We Do. Keanu? The next episode of We Do. Keanu. This is the next one.
1: Yeah, but I don't like starting that because obviously it's the next episode. <laughs> this isn't episode one.
2: No, well, no, this is the episode after the one we just listened to, and that you're listening to next. I assume you're
1: binging this. <laughs> Well, yeah. As everybody knows, it's right around episode six, seven where <laughs> podcasts really start to take off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Everybody knows that. Oh, that uh, yeah, was, a, I that was that. abrupt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought you were gonna. I thought you are gonna overdub all of that anyway. What? What? How do you plan to produce that, Brett?
1: I am gonna overdub it, but I just like to play in studio oh, for us. Okay, for sure. us, yeah. But I, because since it's on its own track, I so, can just so cut it off. In, and replace in theory, it, with, it could
2: still be playing right now underneath what we're talking
1: about that's true (laughs) that's accurate (laughs) i could honestly we could play it the whole the whole podcast oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) just on a loop yeah 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 and just that part or just (laughs) this sounds like the possibilities are endless literally endless (laughs) anything you can imagine we can do anyways i'm brett Hi Brett, I'm Dylan. Hi Dylan, I'm Brett. All right, <laughs> who's on first? <laughs> oh, I feel like we're stretching
2: this one, our uh, open here because we know that the amount of Keanu in today's movie is very small, very limited, like it's, seven full minutes of screen time. Possibly. It is. Uh,
1: if you don't know, uh, before we get into that, if you don't know, this is uh, we oh, do sure. Keanu, and it's a we're celebra It's a celebration of Keanu Reeves' filmography. Like in chron- yes, in chronological order. Yes. Uh, last week we talked about possibly the greatest
2: movie of all time.
1: Maybe <laughs> one only su- only uh, superseded by one movie. No, The sequel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bill- last week we talked about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. Uh, and it was it was a good talk. Oh, but it
2: was so gratifying to rewatch that movie. Yeah.
1: And actually, to rewatch the movie we're going to talk about
2: today too, which surprised me because I do remember liking it. Um,
1: I'm happy I'm happy to hear this but
2: I loved it like as it was rolling out like it's such a good movie like I feel like it's really underrated I agree Uh, the movie well the movie Parenthood
1: is what we're talking about yeah Parenthood
2: (laughs) Which is more of a Steve Martin movie, honestly? For sure, but but,
1: but like we kind of clarified last time yeah. that it was—it's definitely like an ensemble movie. Right. Keanu Reeves does have like a sizable role in it. It's not like he's just like
2: yeah, he's not the smallest player in it, but he's he's definitely a peripheral character.
1: Yeah, but he also plays like a pretty integral role in the uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. Um, and
2: and and yeah, I didn't. I mean, because whatever we've talked about how there's more bit parts we're gonna do in a separate single podcast where we just kind of talk about yeah the collective. And, and this would arguably fall into that. But I agree. This movie is so good. And I, and I just wanted to talk about I, it. Yeah, I, I understood <laughs> that. I was like, I'm fine with this because, god damn, dude, a I Well, I was texting and you're like, stop texting. Let's talk yeah. about. <laughs> well,
1: because everything you were saying, I, I started to, like, Type yeah. out responses, and then I was like, "No, we're gonna just talk. We're yeah. gonna just ruin it." Yeah,
2: I mean, the 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 crux was like, I was crying, a yeah. like crying left and right. There's a
1: few parts in this movie. I that, don't
2: know if maybe I this me. this may be the first time I've seen this movie since I became a parent, and that's a oh. long, long time ago, right? I mean, yes. my kid's turning twenty in a few weeks, so and this movie came out in 1989. Yeah,
1: and I'm directed by um, uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. And yeah. it's
2: really good. Like, and that was Ron Howard was especially in the the mid to late eighties, was on a serious role right? Like Yeah. Um, well, I guess he's always been on a role. Like his his movies are in general, he's a pretty solid director. And this was this was great. Like he I, I don't know where you give the credit specifically to him versus the the
1: screenwriters, but
2: or writer. I didn't I didn't check and see who that was. But it was
1: Lowell Gans and Babalu? Mandel <laughs> Bobaloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Bobaloo. Just real quick, Bobaloo Mandel <laughs> and the writing partner Lowell Gans. Uh, they also wrote Splash, oh. City Slickers, and A League of Their Own. Okay, so okay. they're not. You know.
2: They were. They were prolific, and Splash was. That was the breakthrough. Mister Saturday Night was. Um, was Splash the breakthrough for Ron Howard, or was Cocoon? I can't remember which came first in there, but like. Um, I mean I he did that. those two movies like back to back and it just kind of established yeah. him as like the greatest director living at the time it, it seemed to me
1: as yes. a kid yeah Splash 84 and Cocoon 85 yeah and then um, this was a couple movies later yeah right? yeah uh, 89 so he did yeah. Cocoon Gung Ho and Willow yeah
2: Willow was basically his only turd out of that group, which I think has arguably gotten a following, I still don't think it's that great of a movie. But people seem to to really enjoy it. It
1: definitely has its charms. Yeah, kind of like it. Re, it reminds me a lot of like Ridley Scott's Legend. Mm. Okay. Oh yeah, hundred percent. A- yeah, was also kind of a turd when it came yeah. out. But then if you go back and watch it, you're like, uh, you know, there there yeah. are things to like about it. Yeah. You know. So that's the one with uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that in the theater. And Tim Curry so. and Tim as Curry as the, as the devil. devil. Yeah, I the remember devil. that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, this
2: movie, I, the the way that it portrays different flavors of parenting, right? All using yeah. the one family as the the this framework for showing like. You know, Steve Martin <clears throat> as the dad who's trying to make up for the way he was raised by re- being a much more attentive and present father at least he's trying to trying like, to like it, that's what's good is like nobody's doing it right yeah everybody's nailing it everybody feels very insecure everybody's fucking up everybody's upset with the way you know other and, people are doing it and as well with the way they're doing it like right. nobody feels like they're doing it right. I really cuz that captures the whole essence of being a parent so of parenthood. <laughs> yeah, I the movie I, I like I texted you like they could remake this movie and they would just have to adjust a few of the little dynamics, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that's 80s centric like the the handheld video cameras and the the yeah. the photo mart where they go get the the pictures mixed up. Mm-hmm. But the the essence of, of how the different dynamics of the different little families, I mean, it's the same today, right Like yeah, it's funny to see that in 1989 the same tropes that we complain about like helicopter parenting they just didn't call it that
1: then right but it's the
2: same fucking thing.
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And one thing that I've I've always really liked this movie and I've watched it, a a lot because you and I were both just major Steve Martin people yeah he he was a heavy influence
2: for me and I know
1: that for you so Steve a movie with Steve Martin and Keanu Reeves for me is like (laughs) (laughs) it's like hitting all like checking off all boxes for me I have two boxers (laughs) Steve Martin and Keanu Keanu Reeves Reeves. check and mate
2: Uh, are they even on screen together? I don't think they're only on screen together in the one, like at the, the end, final scene. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, it's not I, even a scene. The final whatever shot showing the whole family. No, I don't
1: know because there's the scene when uh, when Larry comes back and they're all at the house together at mm. Diane Weiss' house, and I think he might be there. I don't think he's been introduced no? yet. Has he? He had been introduced, but not as a. F- because
2: they didn't reveal that he was married but anyway. Anyways, because I mean, okay, so so it's Steve Martin is the oldest brother, Gil Buckman, Gil of, <laughs> of Gil of the, of the Chicago <laughs> Buckman. What what city is this supposed to be in? No, there's a there's a. They live by a lake. I, the, uh, My favorite part is the like implied wealth. Like all of them are doing pretty fucking well. <laughs> like, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. one thing that's, that's not represented very well is even Diane Weist's character. She's presumably the next oldest sister. Yeah. And even she's pretty well to do considering she's supposed to be a single mom struggling to maintain a household with her two kids. Yeah. Um, and well, then I, mean, I don't know the actress's name who plays the the younger sister. Oh, she
1: who's married to Rick Is Moranis. beautiful. Her she name is, is so beautiful. Harley Kozak. Harley Kozak.
2: Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that dynamic too. Like I I enjoyed the dynamic of every individual family
1: a great Me deal. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And uh <clears throat> Oh, but what what I was gonna what I was getting at was that um I love that you can watch this movie at different points in your life. Yeah and you can relate with different characters sure in a different way sure then sure. so like and maybe that's part of why it never
2: because i was like closer to joaquin or lakes uh phoenix's age when i saw the movie uh-huh. and i didn't want to be like that kid <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and the rest of it's just adults doing adult shit right like and yeah. then steve martin you know goofing
1: around being steve martin well, I remember like watching it like in my late teens, and mm-hmm. like being able to kind of like see my parents through a little bit of a different lens yeah, at I the time.
2: I, I guess I would have been in my late teens as well. I don't know why I said that about the life because eighty nine, I was a senior in high school. So yeah,
1: I, I mean, I don't know that.
2: Well, so there's no, no. I mean, I guess what's her name? Martha Plimpton's Martha Plimpton, character, Plimpton, yeah. yeah,
1: and Keanu yeah. are kind kind of around that age, but yeah. they're. I was a chubby kid. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nothing like know. But then, but definitely af- watching it after, the two times that I've watched it recently were like right after I had my first kid, yeah. who's four now, yeah, and right after my dad died.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How were you able to watch this movie? Like, Were you bawling when you rewatched it for this, or did, did you rewatch it? <clears throat> I, I rewatched it. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. Any excuse. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was getting so choked up by just the sentimentality of it. It is I, in a bon- in a, in a genuine
1: way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, it definitely is like a schmaltzy movie. Oh, God. And, I mean, that's kind of just Ron Howard. But but
2: that's Ron Howard's but, gift is he does that and well, it doesn't. Yeah, he does it so well. It doesn't like it doesn't detract from what the sentiment that's coming across. Like I yeah, I love his movies. I've always loved his movies.
1: The Da Vinci Code.
2: I wouldn't watch that movie if you paid me. So I, I've loved every movie I've watched of his. Yeah. I mean.
1: <laughs> I read the book and I felt like I was watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. It, I, that's kind of the, the thing with Ron Howard is that he's really, I wouldn't consider him like a great director necessarily, but I feel like his movies, because he doesn't have anything. Well, maybe his greatness lies in the fact that there's nothing that's like his signature thing necessarily. Yeah. yeah I feel you. Because uh, I don't know if you could watch a Ron Howard movie and be like, "This is a this Ron is Howard. Howard." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Whereas, like, like, with like, um, you know, like, I don't know, Tarantino. Just say Ta- it. Yeah, Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> or like John Carpenter. You it, know? Yeah, like, yeah. Or like Martin Scorsese, where you can like watch it, one of their movies, and be like, "This has like." Yeah, I feel you. Or, or, or yeah. even
2: like, what's his name? White <clears throat> Ta- taki Watiti. Why can I not Taika say wa Taki Watiti. Like, yeah. The, there, you know, there's like... There's a feel yes. and a rhythm to the movies. It, it, he, Ron Howard's more like Ang Lee, right? Like, his movies are very distinct, each one of them. Yeah. Like he, you don't... At least I haven't perceived a specific Ang Lee sense of his movies, so...
1: Yeah, I I
2: mean um, that's also a deep pull. I mean what the fuck out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Runhold
1: compared be wrongly. But it, there is there is something of, about yeah. like a director who can just like yeah, can well, just make like a he, good solid movie.
2: Well, he, he, yeah, cuz his pacing is great. His comedic pacing is excellent. Every yeah. every comedy that he's made and every dip into the comedy elements of any of his dramatic movies that he makes, like he he is he's got the the timing down, right? Like, and that's so—that's yeah. more of an art, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's there's no way to define that
1: other than. And you he's either good at see getting, or you don't. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. good at getting like just dynamite casts too. Yeah.
2: Well, and the kids in this movie, right? Like the Steve Martin's little kids, like that little ball, that little uh, blonde kid mm-hmm. is so <laughs> ridiculous in that, <laughs> that final <laughs> sequence <laughs> where the kid ruins, air quotes, the the stupid school play. Oh yeah. Like getting that kid, like watching. From the eye of like, how did he get? How did they get this little kid to do what they're doing on the screen? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that old thing. You never want to work with animals or a children, kid, yeah. right? I can't. Im- can you imagine like what a nightmare that set would have been with? Like, there were some sequences on there where there's like a dozen children just running around yeah. insane in the yeah. room, and this that would be. I think that scene where Steve Martin comes home and he's frustrated and there's kids just going crazy. Yeah, my guess is that was just like bonafide frustration like yeah, this is like yeah. the seventh time they tried that cut
1: and he's just like <laughs> just in a goddamn playroom <laughs> uh i also really too i like the other like the older son of St- of gil uh the one who is like having the problems at school and like having problems oh, yeah, with yeah, like yeah the uh, anxiety, Kevin. And, yeah, is his Kevin. Name, yeah. I thought that little well, kid was pretty good for yeah. a kid, like for a kid for a kid actor for, a kid actor, yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, I, I mean, there's a few obviously 80 yard lines, <laughs> like when he's looking for his retainer, and oh, like yeah. it's clear that he like it's just like my retainer, <laughs> I can't find my retainer. <laughs> but I think that kid is. Pretty I think that kid is good. Sure. For, I, I for actually went to
2: go find what happened to that kid and I I
1: don't think he did a whole bunch. Oh. Like, um <clears throat> but getting back to like being able to watch this movie oh, yeah. at different points. Yeah, yeah. Um I used to I used to when I watched it when I was younger, I used to always be scared that I was gonna be Larry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's a oh for sure. That's a the the, the Tom Tom Holtz or Tim Holtz. I can remember if it's Tom uh, or Tim Tom Holt's Tom yeah. um character who's unfortunately just dripping with 80s like his whole like the, the outfits they yeah. force him oh, into yeah. oh my <laughs> his god hair. his hair yeah. the like I don't even know what that fabric is like <clears throat> yeah it's like slick oh it, his pants are like yeah. wide bottoms and, yeah. <laughs> oh, everything about it just horrendous yeah, 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 80s yeah. and he's supposed to be cause he's supposed to be like the young hip one yeah I, that's I why I struggled with that cause I'm like that's not even accurate it's just This is, I remember that that was like nice clothes. I remember that was what I had for nice clothes for like a dance. Right. Like this is it. Like this slick pants and like this loose like... Uh, silk looking like I don't think it's actually silk, but it looks like it's supposed. Yeah, to Yeah, what is silk. that fabric? Uh, it's like ugh, just it's like him. somewhere
1: between like silk and polyester. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, a silk polyester blend that just <laughs> drapes
2: off of your body, and that's that's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm looking nice. I'm going to the club. You look like garbage. <laughs> you look floppy, <laughs> floppy. Exactly. Yeah. That was the. Look. Why do you
1: look so goddamn floppy? Everything
2: from the hair, like oh god yeah. the eighties were terrible
1: (laughs) but the thing that I love about that kid that character is like uh, like he's so obnoxious and you like he's so annoying but I love that he's written so well because from the moment he steps into the movie he's already manipulating the dad to hit him up for money oh yeah and that's something I and every other
2: character all the siblings they see it they see it they know it And, and and I liked later that Jason Robards the patriarch of the family reveals that he knows he's not an idiot but right it's it's still his kid right? right um that there is one comment I would make on all that is it's very dad-centric which is yeah you know, we're both fathers so mm-hmm. I mean it's it's all about how I mean it, it, it the the movie seems all about like fathers and the presence of a, a solid yeah. male even presence the Diane Weiss yeah, that's yeah, that, the whole dynamic of that is like yeah. the, the father's absent in right. that in that but story, but it still
1: kind of revolves around the absentee father. It, like it, it absolutely does, that's right? the foundation like that's, for their relationships and everything. Exactly, yeah, for sure. That's a that's a good point, right?
2: Like it's doesn't. It's a very man heavy story. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't feel like it's accurate to say the women are only there in support, but it is understood that they are uh, inherently more nurturing, I guess, is the way to put it, right? Because, I mean, the movie opens with uh, Steve Martin as a kid at the ball game with his dad, and I liked the trick of not even bothering to try and hire an actor to look like Jason Robards, mm-hmm. like adding the effect of never showing Jason Robards the dad's face, right. but using his voice right. with who's, whoever would clearly not be him because right. Steve Martin... Is ageless, right? Because I assume he's 48 in this movie, but he's probably in his 30s. At least the
1: character's supposed to be in his 30s. The character's supposed to be 35. 35? He looks. I don't know about that. (laughs) He he looks. Okay. So this came out in 89. uh, But Steve
2: Martin was probably only early 40s at that point. He he was born in
1: 45. Oh.
2: Yeah. So he was, you know, he was like 40, 40s, mid 40s, right? Yeah. So. That's not too bad to be playing, eh, 35, Uh, Steve's kind of got that droopy face. He's kind of got that droopy (laughs) face to be getting away with playing that much younger than he is, right? Like, there's plenty of actors who, I mean, Brad Pitt played 30s until his 50s, so, but but, because he doesn't have that droopy face, it's it's kicking in now, but, you know, it it just happens to everybody, your skin just gets loose, but Steve Martin was always
1: kind of that floppy face. Yeah, his uh, hair went gray when he was like twenty. Yeah, yeah, he's always been gray. so he, He's kind of ageless. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, I. You're right though that it is all is male centric. But I will say, um, it still works. I mean, it, it it still works. And the female characters in the movie, are definitely like multi dimensional oh, characters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I guess what I mean is
2: it's showing the failings of fatherhood and, yeah. and the potential pitfalls. That await men as they become dads, right? Like, because that's the whole kickoff is Jason Robards, uh, uh, the, uh, Steve Martin's dad. The pa- what's his name in the movie? The the patriarch guy. uh Frank, I think. Yeah, he. You know, he's yeah Frank. He's Martin. he would once a year take his kid Steve Martin as a kid to the to the ball game, and then like go off. Paying Usher to Usher to watch it And what was he going to Just go fuck off Right like Yeah Just setting the stage That he was an absentee dad To Steve Martin And presumably for the rest Of the kids And and that's the Like grown dynamic Of them just kind of Rolling their eyes About dad having a drink And doing whatever dad does Right It kind of I don't know How well thought out That is because He's still present in their lives, right? Like a dad, in, to the extent that they show him being absent as a child when, when Steve mm-hmm. Martin's a child, it, it almost feels natural that once the kids are out of the house or even not even all the way out of the house, he's going to take off. He's going to be like Larry, right? And that's, I, I always took that as to be why he was so, uh, had such patience for Larry being a complete. Fuck off! Is because he's kind of living the life that he wanted to lead, but he had a bunch of kids instead. he yeah. couldn't just go fuck off, and he was flaky and not present for his kids a great extent. But he's still around. Yeah, as an adult, as you know, he's the grandfather. He's yeah. still there, and he's bugging everybody because he's still there. Yeah.
1: Well, I kind of i i took it a little bit as the absentee father thing was more like, Steve Martin's character, like, specific, more he's specific the one who, to him? He's the one who, who he experienced was, he's it the, the most. Yeah, because he's the oldest, and maybe, like... Well, the, and then there was a dad, bunch of... And then two daughters in a row, and, yeah.
2: and I, I do appreciate that the movie doesn't waste a bunch of time trying to explain that dynamic. It just jumps to them being adults, Yeah, and the, and the siblings all have what seems to be a pretty solid relationship amongst each other, except for Larry, mm-hmm. who's the youngest, but if Steve Martin's only 35... Larry's not that much younger. 27's not, like, like the character of Larry is the kind of character who's, like, the, the person who's, like, an accidental baby who's 10 years younger than the, the oldest, the, the next oldest sibling, right? Yeah. But that doesn't fit if, because he's only, he's supposed to be 27 when he returns, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so they basically had kids every couple of years, so they're a relatively normal, whatever, even distribution yeah. throughout, the, like so that part I wonder if it was written to be a little bit more spaced out so that like the Steve Martin character is more in his 40s but Jason Robards is such a good actor they couldn't you know he's not gonna play 80 which is where he's and they needed the grandma character and she can't be around if if Jason Robards is much older than you know whatever he's supposed to be in his early 60s no he even says he's 64 right didn't Uh, he say that at some point
1: oh yeah 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 which that stood out to me (laughs) because that's how old my dad was when he died oh gosh oh gosh (laughs) uh the, I, I think that with like the ages and stuff, yeah, it I, did stick out to me, but it was like, t- I was like, well, it's an eighties thing where they just kind of, you're yeah. not
2: supposed to do the math. Right. You just kind of roll with it. Yeah. And I say eighties thing, that's kind of a sweeping generalization. I feel like there's more attention to that detail in movies that came in the last 30 years, but yeah. it was like, just, just relax and roll with the story, quit right about these specific yeah, details. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. which works again and back to Ron Howard cuz it does work. It like does. I don't care. Uh, it's th- what they're actually demonstrating is so
1: powerful to me.
2: Yeah. Cuz right? cuz um, Gil has a good relationship with his wife, mm-hmm. like they have three kids and there's that there there is a stress that's just inherent in that. Mm-hmm. But they're caring, right? Like they show them come home and they're going to to have a little nookie time but mm-hmm. then they're also talking about kids and yeah. it kind of distracts them but then they want to get back to the no- like yeah it, it seems realistic i mean i i don't know what goes on at your house but i know that that was you know when i was married that was that was the kind of thing like you you tried to make time for each other but when you got three fucking kids you you wind up worrying about them or you're too tired to worry about anything but those three kids
1: yeah 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 but it, it's nice that they're, <clears throat> they're you know I I like their relationship with yeah. each other because it's clear that they have like a a, yeah. a real like chemistry and connection yeah. with each other. Yeah. Well, I did love Mary Steenburgen. Uh, what Steenburgen? Steen. Yeah. I was
2: about to say, dude. I, the minute she showed up on screen, I was like, holy shit! I'm in love with this woman. She uh, is. Oh yeah. Un, I like. I remember her being appealing, but for whatever reason, like I said, I haven't seen this movie since probably the year it came out. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, she's stunning. Yeah, oh yeah, she's
1: great. I, I, the One of my favorite parts of the movie is when she reveals that she's pregnant mm-hmm. and they kind of get into, he had just quit his job and yeah. they're kind of like arguing. And I, I, I love when Steve Martin is like, uh, that's the difference: is uh, women have choices and men yeah, have responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love when she's like, "Oh, okay, then I choose for you to have the baby." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, good for you." Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was as they were going into that. I was like, "Ooh, this may not hold up forty years later or thirty years later. This this may be rough." Yeah, <laughs> but, but it it wasn't so bad. It was not yeah. that, that that argument there wasn't so bad. And and I I would say the same dynamic still applies, right? Like, yeah, uh, the Although when, you know, cause, cause they've got three kids and Steve's frustrated. Gil is frustrated because he can't advance at work because of this caricature of what you're supposed to do at work. That's portrayed like getting guys they didn't laid. Say, they didn't even say what he does. He just works in an office. Yeah, right? Like if they did, I missed it. Right. Like, no, I think it's just like a partnership. <laughs> what the fuck is, th- what does that mean? Oh, it's just a partnership. Oh, okay. He works at the, at the company with it's partnerships. A, it's some it's kind a, of firm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's an eighties firm, it's just a firm, <laughs> the firm. Yeah. Which I, the whole argument lady like, has with his boss about like how he's, it's time for him to become partner and, and they're going to consider the other guy. Cause the yeah. other guy's whining and dining people. And, he's and he like, says
1: he's worked there for eight years. Eight, yeah, so well, he like, got a job there when he was 27.
2: Yeah. I, after the fact, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make sense as, as the firm as the, whatever that guy is supposed to be, the president or another partner in there. Yeah. You want a guy who's tied the fuck down and won't go anywhere. You don't want to be promoting some guy who's wheeling and dealing and freewheeling and doesn't have any fucking roots. No, you want Gil who's committed to the company and has a fucking three kids and a house and all this shit in town. That motherfucker's not going anywhere. Whoever that other guy, he's going to jump ship the minute he can, right? Like, yeah. that That didn't make sense from, like, you step back and look at it yeah. for a second. But for the action of the movie, yeah. Because yeah. then he gets frustrated when they promote that guy, and so he quits. Right. And it turns out, whoopee-doo, Mary Stein Virgin is pregnant again. Right. Which, again, three kids this is 89 you can get that shit clipped, bro it's not hard and so the yeah. whole is like how did this happen because like, you keep fucking her with live <laughs> sperm bro it's gonna happen and uh, this is mary steenburgen you're gonna want to fuck her like every night
1: you should uh, do something about all this the time you gonna
2: want to and she's gonna fucking blow you in the car oh you yeah. know she's you gotta get oh, that yeah. shit taken care of mm-hmm. or just be comfortable having 11 or 12 kids <laughs> she is. one of you guys stop working <laughs> she is fine dude she, she is. is fine um um that but that that scene where he's like you know i thought like they did display the like uh, like they're both happy but they're also fuck what are we going to do now but you know it's good but it sucks yeah and she's like just say what you want you say whatever you want me to get an abortion and his response is well that's your decision as a married couple that that felt very passing the buck as a as a husband oh yeah you, you don't get that response like no. if, if you're a, a lay if you're like yeah. a boyfriend even yeah it, you get to be involved in that decision but i mean that like he's responding as though they're just like friends well no, like... but
1: I, I definitely took that as like <laughs> the fi- i as the movie saying that is not the correct answer
2: yes. Okay. You know what I That's mean? a good point. That's like, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like the movie. Yeah, It's true. Cause she did, she was not happy with that response. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Like I, the movie, the movie was telling us that like he should yeah. have a better response. Yeah. But he's just too, he feels too beaten down. Well, to really, like, and,
2: and let's be fair. You, you don't, it, as uh, he, the, the comment about like men have responsibilities or no, no. What does he say in there? In fact, I think I wrote it down. Uh, my whole life is have to. Yes, my whole life is have to. Now that resonated with me because yeah. my whole life is have to, right? And right, it has been since I decided to fucking marry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so that resonated yeah. with me. But part of that is is you don't get to say, "Hey, I just came home and quit my job on a whim, and then turn around and whine about my whole life is have to." Like you don't get both those things at the same time, right? Like, right. You want to quit that job, go get another job, and then walk away. You you got three kids and. And I'm gonna guess that mortgage is extreme. I mean, it was a nice big house big near house. a lake, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: but yeah, but I. <laughs> but,
2: I think, but that's like that's like movie shit. That's like
1: all the characters and friends living yeah. in
2: really great loft apartments in Manhattan. Right? Well, but like what you I don't think what, about the finances. right?
1: But what I economics. like about that is that I love that. <laughs> I love that we haven't said fuck all about Keanu yet. No, we we, ha- we, we have a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to it. I know. I I, lo- I love. The fact that they like she didn't freak she, out on him. Well, like she didn't she, freak out on him, but she's also like, <laughs> y, like you sympathize with Steve Martin. Like yeah. you sympathize with him yeah. wanting to quit his job, of course, and you understand why he would quit his job. Yeah, so because well, they do lay that up pretty good. It, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't out of the blue, right? Yeah, and so I, you would assume that she probably knows that he's unhappy with his job. Yeah, that's a good point, point. and so. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But, and then, like, the op- the possibility that he would come home with that. Yeah. Is, you're right, you're right. But not to say that he did... That's, a, that's, like, kind of what we were getting to before, is that everybody... Nobody's doing everything right. Yeah. No character is, like, the, you know, like, the beacon yeah. of, like, what to do. Yeah. So, he, like, he's making... Like, she... I mean, he should have told her that he was going to quit. Like he shouldn't just done it on a whim. Yeah. But at the same time, you totally get it. Yeah. She also seems to get it too. Well,
2: and the fact that she hid, like didn't bring the pregnancy up until she was sure. Like that's what you do as a couple. You're like, Hey, we're pregnant. We're not going to talk about it with the world at large in case something goes wrong, but you don't, you know, unless there's like some other reason to hide it from your spouse, that doesn't make sense. So I guess both of those were like, in terms of the writing of all that, was a little bit off from reality, but again, it works. It works because you feel the tension that's now been introduced yeah. because of the fourth, the potential fourth kid, right? And I want to talk about Rick Moranis and uh, what's uh, Hadley you Harley said, Kozak. Harley, Harley Harley Kozak. That's such a fucking rad name. I know she should have just been a movie star <laughs> just for that name, yeah, Harley Kozak. And she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she was very very fetching. Uh, I, I, I love I love the Rick Moranis effect of like, oh yeah, yeah, me's too short, but doesn't matter. He can still he can still swing someone who's well out of his league and yeah. it's four inches taller than yeah. me sure we can we'll believe yeah, that i like it of course you know hey
1: every, you're yeah.
2: not even a short guy
1: so <laughs> <laughs> i of course like it well but every once in a while i oh you'll you know you'll see like a couple in real life you know just be like what oh not more every once in a while all the fucking time yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but i love that car- that that couple because they're the like Oh, the helicopter the, parents, the, the yuppies. Yeah. But at the time, those were the fucking yuppies, yeah. right? Like that was that was who they're supposed to be, and they're like, yeah, they're doing that, like giving the kid flashcards and, mm-hmm. and the whole opening thing. I mean, I even I remember re- knowing that the joke was the reveal of when. You know, they, they introduce us to those characters by Rick Moranis, like having a very stern talk to oh, his yeah. daughter about like yeah. disappointing and all the disappointing Their academic, performance academic I, career. Yeah. And, like, if and, you don't want to
1: take your academic career serious, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I they feel like we're the only ones that care. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then they turn around and it's a three year old little girl yeah. or whatever. That's a humorous thing. It's also obvious and projected, but it was very, yeah. you know, yeah. it delivers well, what played. It's supposed to. It's it's well, well played. Well played. Well done. Exactly. <laughs> For the bit. But even they don't because that character those that that couple could very easily be one note. Yeah. But they really delve into them as well. Like the, yeah. the wife like not being satisfied in that um and even, you know, and she winds up leaving him and and you know, waking him up with this like, "Hey, I, this isn't working for me." And, yeah. And, and and again, when he shows up at her classroom and mm. sings the song and yeah. it's like, I, "It still warmed my heart." I'm like, "This is fucking stupid movie bullshit." Yeah. But god damn it, it's I cute. It's cute. It's still and, cute. And I don't know, there's something about Rick Moranis in 1989, right? Yeah, like he just best. he was the best. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it, it showed the growth of that guy too, right? Like yeah. shaking him out of like whatever obsession he had with that. Like when he suggests that the little girl come with them on oh. their holiday. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so perfect. And really, in reality, like. That's closer to what my relationship with my ex was, right? Like, yeah. Especially at a given point. I mean, we weren't as ridiculous about the academic stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, like, putting the children first thing. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, our roles were reversed where I, I felt like like I wanted to, like, scratchy, scratchy, get away more. And, and you know, my, my wife had just dove into that dynamic, and it was just life-defining for her.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
2: and I don't know. Did you ever see that movie, Push, or, yeah, Pushing Tin? Yeah.
1: Uh no. Okay. Well, is that like tin cup? No. Nope. Yeah,
2: it is, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's John Cusack and Billy Bob Thornton. Uh I, I, oh no. They were but I, air, air traffic. There's a dynamic in that where John John Cusack and his wife, I think, is uh um, what's the woman from Titanic? Uh,
1: Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah. yeah, I think that's his wife. I don't fucking know. But you know what I like about the the Susan character, uh, and the Rick Moranis character, okay, Susan. Um, that's Harley Kozak. Yeah, yeah. Um, is I. Lo- I like a lot of times in movies, especially from the eighties, you'll see like the husband kind of being the one who wants to get out and like, right. You know, right, right, right. Uh, so I, I like that. She's the one that
2: that wants the passion back. or That wants the passion. Yeah. That that still makes sense. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like wants to have sex and like wants to like get away. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like she's horned up. She wants to, she wants to, she's lamenting how she used to give him BJ's in the car all the time. Yeah. Uh,
2: which I thought that whole sequence was delivered fairly well, considering... Yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be, like, very vanilla-esque yeah. housewives, and she's yeah. talking about Roadhead, and... Yeah, um, yeah. Who walks in in that scene? Oh, doesn't Rick Moranis walk Yeah, Rick Moranis walks in. Like, oh, yeah. that whole thing with the birthday party and Rick Moranis, like, being so sanctimonious. Yeah. Oh, my God, I wanted to punch that guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, the, the whole, like... When the little kid sees Steve Martin's youngest kid spinning in circles, yeah. and, and and their little you know little perfect angels, like, why is he doing that? That doesn't look like fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I I love. That the the Susan character is just like ah, I want I like yeah. the education yeah. is important to me, but I also want her to be able to yeah. play with other kids like it, kids her yeah. age and like yeah. That was it. a
2: good commentary on the way parenting was going back then. Yeah, right? and again today, I guess that's to the helicopter parenting thing. Like, yeah. if anything, it's gotten worse in the last thirty years, or it's come back around to becoming worse again. Like, yeah, there was a period where there was a reaction against that, and, it, and then people stopped being that kind of a parent. I don't know what we called it back then, but it's back with a vengeance now, right? Like well, as a caricature of helicopter parenting yeah. and, you know, the proliferation of uh charter schools and all yeah. of that, right? Like in I was an active participant. I mean, I'm speaking <laughs> from inside, right? Like that yeah, was Yeah, but
1: I mean, I think <clears throat> I think it, there's just like a right, there's just a line, right? There's there's it's like a fine line between being an attentive and being attentive and and, like emotionally available for your kids, but also letting them learn how to be independent and take care of themselves. Of course. Right. And that's, that's the whole thing.
2: That's the trick of parenting. Right. right. Like, and that's, they do a good job showing that through the generations in this movie too. Right. right? That, that is the key to this movie too.
1: Right. Well, so, uh, let's get to the, the Diane Mm Weiss, uh, uh, household because that's where we get, that's where we get get Keanu. Yeah because they that dynamic it's it's not like the most uh emotionally resonant group but it's my favorite yeah no but it, it kind of
2: it, it's very deep right? yeah like because she's just holding it together right she's the only thing that like i said before it would make better sense if their house was a little bit shittier and shabbier but theirs right. is still a pretty nice place so the i, I don't I want to believe that it wasn't possible for parents to, like like the dad to just walk away like that, right? Like, yeah. the like her ex husband is just gone, gone, right? Like the son, well, he's not, gone. but he is gone. Like his he's son gone. doesn't know his own his dad's phone number, right? right. Like at that point, when when yeah. do we call him Lake or do we call him Joaquin? When when young Joaquin is he Phoenix, credited as Lake? In he's the movie? credited as Lake. Really? Yeah,
1: I'm totally did not realize that. Yeah, that's really funny. So
2: when you know he's the troubled kid, he's the He's looking <laughs> at porn. Well, <laughs> he's got the lock on his door. Yeah. He's like the character from a Steve Stephen King book where you're like, oh, this kid's going to kill somebody or do something very
1: dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's and, just curious about it. He's just jerking off. <laughs> he's,
2: just a, he's just a quiet kid who's reserved, right? And yeah. They, and they do a good job of not bonking us over the head with the fact that it's the absentee father that's causing this yeah. kind of emotional turmoil. Yeah. But it's so implied and so well displayed. Like, cause at some point, cause he, the kid will not interact. Like the first right. half of the movie, he's just a specter who comes in and like
1: looks in the room and then walks away real fast before, yeah. before. Diana yeah. He doesn't in. want to talk to like anyone, anybody. Yeah. yeah. Not his sister. And I not think his mom, not he, any of his relatives or anything. And he
2: comes out eventually and is like, I want to, I want to go stay with my dad. Right.
1: Yeah. Which is, heartbreaking the the diane weiss in that (laughs) moment her i feel so i feel so much for that character because you wouldn't you she doesn't want to say no like you can't i like i don't have to let the kid discover on his own because if she does it the kid's gonna resent her and feel like she's trying to keep him away from his dad yeah so she has to just let him get his heart broken yeah exactly by the person he wants like yeah, his a, father. yeah it's there. Yeah, connection a with father. the most.
2: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And he's supposed so heartbreaking. To be, he's supposed to be what, 12, 11 at that? Yeah, in that, in that role, mm-hmm. like to not. I mean, that's fucked up because the dad's in town. Right, <laughs> the dad just has a new family. Like she, she makes that comment earlier in the movie, and you, I took it as
1: like, yeah, that's
2: just like a divorced parent. But like, that's a little. That's extreme. Dude. Yeah,
1: like it, it's so sad when. He when Gary calls the dad and is like, "It's your, it's your son." No, your other son. Your other son. Yeah. Oh, I hated that. I was like, "Oh God." Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, fucking brutal. But Gary then goes on to find like a, a surrogate father figure in, in Todd in Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves,
2: which I I thought that whole time, di- like you like you said, Diane Weiss' household, that dynamic was really interesting because she has a combative relationship with the, with the, the daughter mm-hmm. who's Keanu Reeves, uh, girlfriend or, yeah. or wife. It turns yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Um,
1: yeah. Martha Plimpton. Martha
2: Plimpton, but there's, it seemed real, right? Like, yeah, the, the, we're introduced with, to them, you know, she <clears throat> comes in and has some awkward conversation with, with Martha Plimpton in her room mm-hmm. and then leaves. And it turns out Keanu Reeves had stayed the night and they've been fucking all night. And yeah. he's
1: like hiding under the bed. Yeah. Um, they take pictures of themselves, boning. Yeah,
2: no, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at 18, you take pictures, and and you, you wait until the morning after you've been fucking all night to be like, oh, I brought you something. Let's <laughs> yeah, take pictures yeah. now, <laughs> now that we're grossing in the morning. We, neither <laughs> of us have been able to go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but, you know, and so the mom doesn't like Todd. Does She's calling him that Todd guy or something yeah. like that. But recognizes later in the movie, you know, like all the times... Martha Plimpton like just defies her, and then it turns out like you know the Keanu Reeves character is more integral to to the the daughter's life. Like the mom accepts it, like she's yeah. she's not happy with it,
1: but she rolls with and it. And she know right? she even says like they don't have a chance. Yeah, right. at the
2: end, yeah. I thought all of that was so smart, right? I like, loved it when, when Martha Plimpton runs away yeah. or whatever, and then shows the cops bring her home for panhandling. What the fuck city is this? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I just, yeah, I love with, the, yeah, with the Diane Weiss character, the fact that, <clears throat> you know, she, like, she just wants her kids. To be a part of her life, yeah, right. That's like all she wants. Yeah,
2: she doesn't want to control them. She like she wants the kids not to do stupid shit, like yeah. drop out of school. Yeah, but she doesn't like she clearly gives them a lot of rope to hang themselves with, right? Like, yeah, she's not she's not
1: keeping them on a tight leash. But that also, it, I feel like that rings so true yeah. to the dynamics that you see in like those types of households where it's like just a single parent. Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. probably going to be a lot more leeway. Like there's going to be like, uh, you're going to be spending a lot more time by yourself. Yeah. Oh, at the kids themselves. No, the kids like are going to be right. That's what I mean. The kids are going to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause like one parent's working like, yeah. Uh, so there's just going to, you're going to have a lot more time. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, even, she, I, I, she can't control... She knows she can't control everything. Like, yeah, she and, knows that she And just, the
2: fact that she was that down... Like, I, thinking about it, like, she shouldn't have even been that down on the boyfriend. She should have just been like, yeah, that's her boyfriend, I guess, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> I, I like... But the, thi- the reason... I like that she yeah. doesn't like Todd at first, yeah. because... It's
2: probably a long another in a long line of like crummy boyfriends that she's watched her daughter like run through. That's would prob- be the, probably probably the take true. that I took. Or would, but would, I also, was the way it seemed to me at the beginning at
1: least. But yes. But I also feel like her not caring I feel like her caring is a good way to show that her character changes does changes and does want the best for yeah. her kid. Yeah. Like she's not so far removed that she's just like, Yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah.
2: No, and I like that like when she, what, I forgot exactly the dynamic the the cops drop Martha Plimpton off for panhandling right. and she's like upset yeah. at her and and they're having a moment sort of and then Todd comes bursting yeah. in and joy? <laughs> joy? <laughs> well, and okay, that's the scene. And actually all of those family scenes with Keanu, like he is the perfect in between yes. cuz he's 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 goofy and, and, um, he, you can immediately, you can see as a parent, you're like, oh God, I don't want my kid with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's just, but he's not an ass. Right? right. Like, that could so easily just be kind of a scarier, shittier character, but he's Keanu. So he's like goofy. And even the argument they've had that made Martha Plumpton leave, you know, it sounds like he was a monster to her. He was like treating her like shit and like, her, his brothers were getting on him, and they were all, like, beat, you know, ganging up on her and making her feel like garbage, and so yeah. she left. But when he shows back up, it, it'd be very easy to present all that as manipulative, and he's just trying to keep her under his arm, under his wing. Yeah. But it's Kanu, so he's—I don't know if it's the reading of the character
1: or if it's just the way, like— Well, they, he's not so—the character's not such an <laughs> asshole— at any point he's in love he, with her
2: yeah and it, he's there's seven they're supposed to be 16 or 17 right? yeah. they're supposed to be like painfully too young to be having the level of relationship yeah have, for right? sure for getting married and then for getting sure. pregnant yeah. you know like and i love how they always reveal that and diane weiss is like on the outside and she's like what your husband <laughs> like, yeah. and she's like what the fuck <laughs> why are you doing this <laughs> you fucking idiot but that was really smart. Like you already said, when she's recognizes, you know, she recognizes that her her son needs a a, a father, a male figure in, in his life. Yeah, and and Todd comes lumbering down the hallway right in that moment. Yeah, it, and it's Just so eating perfect. Like Dunkin' Donuts,
1: eating
0: Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs>
1: Just like eat, walking around with a box of donuts, <laughs> eating them one by one, yeah, is great. And he's just like, "Hey, where's Julie?" <laughs> but so he talks to Gary, and it does lead to like the like I would say the crux of the movie uh-huh. when he is like, you know, you have to have a license to. Uh, oh God, no shit! Drive a car, you have to have a license to. Uh, he says have a dog, but I don't know if that's true. I don't think to, you have to, to go li-
2: fishing to go okay. fishing yeah
1: but they'll let any ass reaming yeah you know butt-reaming butt-reaming asshole. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, butt reaming
2: asshole yeah but i think i wrote it down didn't i i thought i did i God, think it. it's butt reaming yeah, yeah they'll let any butt reaming asshole be a father yeah. yeah that's a terrific line it but is a tough
1: I, yeah that is it's almost like the thesis statement of the movie yeah right yeah exactly is that like, the you there you anybody anybody c- can be a parent
2: yeah no anybody can can create a life but it, right. it takes more than that to be a to be a father right, right. Like that's yes. the point of the yes. movie Yes. cuz yeah also prior to that she's like he needs he needs a man in the house or whatever and he's like i don't know you, you kind of need the right man right, right. Like my my old man was around all the time and he'd <laughs> wake me up by flicking live cig- lit oh, cigarettes yeah, yeah, at yeah. my head right? yeah. like all that is delivered Keanu style, right? Yeah. Like, if you can picture, like, uh, uh, what's the guy from uh, from uh, Breakfast Club, Judd, Judd Nelson doing yeah. that line and it being like, oh, ugh, oh dark, scary. I got a like, pack of cigarettes, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But Keanu is yeah. so light, and I, again, knowing his background, he's drawing from his own life, right? Like, yeah, he, he was he had a tumultuous upbringing, and he. Yeah, his dad was like a scumbag. Yeah, I think at this point when the filming was happening, his father was in prison, right? Yeah. Like so, he he's the perfect role for this a yeah. character for this role. Yeah, perfect person if, for this character. I don't know how you say it.
1: Yeah, it, it just it it fits and it fits well. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I love
2: that we have to shoehorn a lot of obsession about Keanu in <laughs> the Keanu in this movie because it's I not a movie about Keanu. No,
1: it's not. But I fe- <laughs> he is like a good he, he's kind of a good way in. Yeah. for the other storylines. Um yeah. I'm going to go P really quick. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the, there's a there's a few parts that I that I really like in their kind of uh in that family in the Diane mm-hmm. Weiss, Keanu Reeves family. I do love like the scene at um at the racetrack, when he he crashes his dragster, yeah, yeah. and I, I lo- like Martha Plimpton is like I can't I can't do this, like yeah, that I really liked that too. Yeah, and, and she's Diane like, Wees no, is like,
2: this is what you do. Yeah, you're you married you married this guy, like you go through the hard times. I, I like that. I like that. And that, back to your comment of Ron Howard casting, like Lake Phoenix is really good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Watching him change just in the because he doesn't have a lot to say in the movie, so it, it relies on his physical reactions and in that sequence where he sees his mom like stepping in and being like, You have to do this. This yeah. is what we do. Yeah. Like you can see the the like love in his eyes of like Oh my god, my mom is amazing, right? Yeah. Like she's just been a nuisance for my whole life and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh shit, she's holding all this shit together." Yeah. And he really really sees her for the first time and you yeah. can you get all that just from the little like look on his face. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. they then they have that conversation later where he's like, "You saved their marriage." And she's like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's,
1: yeah, it's like uh he, he says, "Did you like She's like, I give him six months. Give him six months. And she's like, well, then why did you say that? Yeah. And she's like, well, because Julie wants Todd. Yeah. And, and I just, yeah, I want the best for you guys. I want whatever you guys yeah, want. Yeah. Whatever you guys want, I want to get yeah. for you. I really like that. I really, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, I really enjoyed that. And uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and so it is very sweet. Like that's the one thing I think a lot of people don't like about this movie is that it is like kind of like sentimental and schmaltzy i
2: i could see that me too but to them i say fuck yourselves yeah. right like that's the point of the movie that's like yeah it's like you have to meet me, it on
1: its level it's like
2: not liking scrooge because it's it's just the same fucking story right? yeah like yeah that's the point right you're supposed to enjoy the way it's being presented and it's presented very well yeah so I guess, you know, if you don't like Schmaltz, you're not going to watch the movie. And if that's your reason for not liking it, go fuck yourself. It's, yeah. like, it's like not liking a comic book movie because you're not into comic book movies. I know. Then don't watch them, don't <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah. coughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, I do think Keanu Reeves is really, do, does do a really good job in this movie. Oh, percent And I think he does a good, it's, I feel like, his acting in this movie is actually like a, a small cut above what we've seen. Oh yeah. Before
2: no, you're right because he he kind of runs a gamut, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of goofy. Actually, he never gets to really just be goofy. Keanu, I think that may be part of it. Is he's he is aloof yeah. and kind of the expected to be dumb guy character, and he's not as dumb as he. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's he just seems like a real person that you would know. Right, is is what it is. Like even in that crash and like right, that roadster thing. Like I don't. I did not understand any of that. Like when they first cut over to what Martha Plimpton's uptight about, I, I was picturing it being like. I guess is that what they do at the Meridian Speedway? Yeah. Is it those same kind of cars though? I always pictured it being those regular, like funny cars, like <laughs> funny cars. Isn't that what those are called? I don't know. I thought they were. I thought they were just regular vehicles that are souped up, and you just you drag race. You know, like the Fast and Furious. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like those kind of cars, not those like long,
1: narrow. The front. The European. What is Formula that? Formula One.
2: Like, I mean, he, his character is, you know, struggling. He. Mm-hmm. You know, the the argument that he and his wife, Martha Plinton, are having is that she wants him to get a real job, which is painting houses with his brothers, Mm -hmm. and it's revealed that he's doing the car racing again because his brother, one of the brothers, stole all the painting equipment.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you know how expensive it would be to have one of those cars? Like, how is that your fallback (laughs) position Um, is to be the guy who drives one of those cars? I mean... Arguably, if you're, if you're having a hard time getting together paint supplies, how are you going to maintain a fucking race car, <laughs> right? That's my point. Yeah. And I mean, it says on the side of the race car, sponsored by presumably their painting company. So none of that
1: math checks out. They're just. Huh. <clears throat> well, I thought. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like a real. I do like that it's a real. In obsession di- for it. It's a, kid a real like dilemma that. is that he wants to do something. Very the wife, dangerous. The, the wife does not want him to do it Yeah, well because then
2: a, that's the argument where you know it's revealed that she doesn't want him to do it not because she's a controlling bitch but because they're pregnant right and yeah. she's like you can't
1: you don't get to do this kind of stuff when you're pregnant right and it's just it, yeah it's too dangerous <laughs> <laughs> it's way yes. too dangerous like you got me pregnant you married me yeah like, I, let, let me answer oh yeah one. go ahead <laughs> Was that Dante? Yeah.
2: <laughs> he he can't he he just can't get it through his head that texting is the way to answer questions that are. Like,
1: <laughs> like, I even without hearing Dante, mm-hmm. I would know that you are talking to Dante because <laughs> on... <laughs> I'm frustrated
2: because yeah. you call three times and then ask a question that is just a yes or no answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that car. So then he. But okay, that's what I was saying. Is he? Yeah, it's like. Uh, stereotypical, like, teenage boy thing that like, he wants to race cars versus whatever responsible thing is, and right. And you know, there's a way to read it like Martha Plimpton's gonna be married to Larry, right? Like, Larry's just kind of a yeah, but whatever that that car, like, when he's driving that car, it's got that steering wheel, it's like as wide as your fist,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but and then he crashes, and the guy's like, That was really great, you can crash again, and he's like, Oh, great, that's a great job for me just to be a crash test dummy or whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And I only bring that up because like you see even his character peripheral, like he's not really part of the family. And, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, Martha Plimpton is the daughter of one of the sisters, right? Like it's so not central, but even that character gets growth, right? Like he, you know, in that moment he's like, yeah, I got to do something better than this. Right. Right. I, I don't,
1: well, and the thing that I like about the growth of the character of all the characters is yeah, that it's every not,
2: character has growth.
1: They all have growth, yeah. but it's not um, it's extreme. Not, it's not extreme. Yeah. It's yeah, very just like, little somethings. Yeah. Like Steve Martin realizes that he just needs to like relax a little, relax a little bit and yeah. try and just be a little bit more present. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah,
2: yeah, I guess the only character who doesn't show any growth is Larry, but that's the point of Larry, right? Like, right. He has the opportunity. The yeah. dad like sets him down and gives him mm-hmm. the opportunity to turn his life around, and he opts for to just keep being whatever flighty.
1: Which is piece like of shit. is a very heartbreaking moment in oh, the movie. Oh God, yes, because you can feel
2: that also in the Jason Robards character, like coming to Steve Martin and asking him, like, "Hey, I okay. know
1: you think I wasn't a good dad." That was the part after that I, after my dad died. Oh, that boy. was the part that got me.
2: No shit. Is, no shit. Is
1: the the dad going to his son for yeah. like adult advice. Yeah, for parenting advice. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, ooh, that's yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, man. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but I, it is. I do like that scene. I do too, and, and
2: they're really good actors. Yeah, like that. Like the sensitivity that that the dad, the the Frank Jason Robards shows for a moment. Yeah. And it's like, they're going to hug. And then he like pulls it back and he's right back to the same dynamic. Right. And it's not a crushing moment for either of them. Right. Like it's, well, like, I love yeah.
1: when Jason Robards is like, I'm asking you cause I know you think I was a, a, shitty parent. a shitty parent. Yeah. And he's like, and then Steve Martin doesn't say anything. He's like, thanks for not. Yeah. Like, thanks for not arguing with that. Yeah. You know, I well, like that.
2: I did too. And it, it's one of those family dynamic things where an unspoken thing is spoken and, it's a weird, because, c- yeah, like, it's clear from the interactions between Gil and his siblings that they all talk about what a shitty daddy was the whole time. Right. But nobody ever brings it to his attention. So when he brings it up, you're just like, yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, the the scene with Larry when uh, Jason Robards is, like, he's giving him the, the out. Yeah, you know, he's like, I'm giving you the, oppor- the opportunity to turn it around. Yeah, he's gonna
2: let him take over the family business.
1: Like, I I liked all that. I was like, man, that sounds great.
2: I know because Larry's doing fuck all.
1: He's draped in shitty '80s clothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting thrown out of cars by gangsters. Just do, yeah, doing like trying to get rich quick. <laughs> yeah, and ah, oh, god, the part where he tries to turn it around on the dad and is like, you told me like yeah. please, like make your mark. That part is so heartbreaking to me yeah because like yeah I, don't, I that part's so rough yeah the whole yeah and yeah and the fact that he's like manipulating the dad from the get-go like getting him that but little, not that, really manipulating because no, jason
2: robards knows the score he's not an idiot no i
1: know but the fact that
2: like he's letting it happen he's, he's but
1: larry is laying the foundation from yeah. the beginning yeah, right? yeah as, yeah, as yeah. soon as he walks in with yeah. that toy car and is like, if you got it, spend it on the people you love. Yeah. Like that line right there, he's already laying the foundation that he's going to be hitting up the dad for yeah.
2: money. But, and yeah, but I also, it's clear, like that's
1: clear. Like, yeah,
2: the dad knows it's coming. All the siblings know it's coming. Yeah. Um. And I, okay, that, cause then it turns out he's got a kid with him. He's dragging a kid with him. Cool. Right? <laughs> and I love Rick Moranis <laughs> is like, did he just say cool? Cool. <laughs> that is such a whatever. But when he's explaining the, the thing, it, it, like even for, it, it feels like the only part in the movie that was a little too on the nose is when Larry's describing the mom ditching the kid on him. And oh, he's yeah. like, I mean, what kind of parent is that? Like yeah. that felt a little bit like rein it in about 20% there. Yeah. It's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit too much, too yeah, yeah. much on the nose. Cause yeah, yeah. that didn't need to be said. And like, he's, Obviously, just a shitty, shitty dad. Right? Yeah, like he's just dragging the kid there with the intention of milking his folks for a little bit more money and ditching the kid. Right? Yeah, like
1: that's not a little bit of money. Twenty-six grand. That's that's what he needs to get out he of. He needs dad. to get twenty-six.
2: Yeah, and it's still not clear to me how that's resolved because the, Jason Rovers is like, you offer those guys a thousand dollars a month. They're businessmen that'd rather get something than nothing. Like, if anything about gangster movies has taught me anything it's that the VIG just keeps going up. <laughs> so he's $26,000 at $1,000 a month. You're going to wind up paying them like $400,000 before it's all over. Right. Like they're never going to let, let up. So that part seemed like, and Jason Robards is supposed to be world known. Like he would know, like the VIG is astronomical. You pay the fucking money at the minute you can. Cause yeah. So that plan's not going to work unless he takes a mortgage on that house. But, whatever. Yeah. The point is to just show that, that, uh, Larry's not interested in actually turning anything around. He just wants out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think probably Frank knows that too. I,
2: I don't know. I feel like he's genuinely thinks that if he makes a reasonable offer in his son, you know, his son's about to get killed. So he's basically saving, he's not just throwing him a lifeline. He's literally throwing him a lifeline. He's like going to offer to save his life in exchange for giving him the opportunity to live and then the kid like takes that side out like yeah it's kind of defeatist where he's like okay fine go go i'll give you a couple grand and you just go disappear yeah i I feel like he might just be like yeah i'm not doing any of this you're
1: just gonna have to figure this out on your own i guess but yeah well uh yeah I don't know. It's 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 a bummer. It's a bummer. Like the whole thing is just like,
2: yeah, that's the. I guess, and that's important for the movie because they are showing growth in how dads can, you know, make proper decisions and proper compromises and what they think they want and what they think they need versus what they need as a you know for their family and for their loved ones. Mm -hmm. And
1: so it's it's useful to show. The shitty end of that, like, the, well, Jason Robart's when he's having that conversation with Steve Martin, he yeah, what when he says, you know, like, you never stop, ca- like caring. Oh, oh gosh, you that's always right. care. Yeah. You, you always never care. stop caring.
2: It's, there's never a point where you spike the football and it's yeah. all over. You won or
1: you achieved. It's and just... yeah, and he's like, and Larry's my son. Yeah, like I know, I know what Larry is, and I know what Larry's yeah. doing, yeah. but he's still my son. Yeah, you know, it's a bummer it's a it's a bummer but uh, it all comes together at the end <laughs> when, they're... when the biology teacher and diane Wiest have a baby <laughs> no, that that's the part of the one of the parts of the movie that's very strange to me is why? that like why why have her be having another baby at the end
2: uh just, just just for the misdirect, yeah. Because uh, they've been the talking switcheroo. about yeah, they've been talking about Martha Plimpton the whole time, and you just I, I I my take is you're expected to think it's Martha Plimpton and that's Keanu carrying the baby out. But there's no point to it,
1: really. You know uh, what I it's mean? Just to
2: give the snapshot of the whole family and what's gone on. Clearly, a year or so later. Yeah, right? but why
1: couldn't it have just been Martha Plimpton or Mary, Steam uh, Ste- I always want to call her Steamburger. <laughs> Um, I it's just a misdirect, right? I know, like, but there's really no purpose to it other well, than no. To be but a it shows right? no.
2: Well, but it shows that everybody's doing better, right? Including Diane Weest, right? If it okay. if it's just Martha Plimpton and they just show Diane Weest sitting there with that the the dude with his arm around her shoulder or something, you'd still just be like, eh, yeah, okay. So they're yeah. working okay. But, the, but this okay. implies they've gotten married, they're in love, and they're they're celebrating by by. Procreating uh, uselessly and because uh, damn we also uh, I look up how old she's. I th- it's, she's got to be at least Steve Martin's age, right? Like they're all playing much younger,
1: or their characters are supposed to be far younger than she. The, she was born in '46, and Steve yeah. Martin, what was he? '45. 45, so,
2: yeah, so they're basically the same age. And let's.
1: So like, she's presumably a year younger than him in yeah. the movie. So she's 34. Oh. So that's yeah, not you know, I guess that's that too old that's to be a kid. No, no, you know? no, no, you're right. The, I the, mean the,
2: the fact that your next oldest kid is already twelve or whatever, that's a bummer. But. Yeah. But not unheard
1: of. <laughs> Mm-mm, no. Um and not and not all that weird actually for like a young mother to yeah. then like yeah. find love again later in life and no, have it's, like it's, a younger kid. It's yeah. it's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: well, but I don't know. I thought it was a nice way to put a little button on it because then you're like, yeah, all of them. I mean, the solution apparently, and I almost texted you this is like the solution to all of your problems is to just have another baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because just has another baby, and you know, your walkaway is like everybody's doing better. I mean, even Jason Robards winds up with cool, right? Like yeah. He gets an opportunity to to be a better try again. Yeah, be a more uh, well present the, parent. Yeah.
1: Well, but what I like <laughs> what I like about the ending is you don't really get the sense that like that. Yeah, Everything's not resolved. Yeah. It's not like everything's all of a sudden okay. No. It's just that like everybody has just like changed a little bit. They've
2: changed a little bit. And it's okay in that they're all closer. Like they all seem to have walked through whatever was going on in their lives during the time of the film
1: and they're... They've come out of it, right? Come
2: out the other end, closer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I just, always just parenthood. Right? That's just what <laughs> parenthood is. Well, well I always it's the best you can hope for. I bro. love movies like that. <laughs> yeah. I love movies like that. Like that's one of the reasons I love Groundhog Day so much. Yeah, yeah. Is that like Bill Murray? by the end of that movie, is not like a completely different person.
2: Yeah, he is. What are you talking about?
1: No, he's not. Groundhog Day. No, he's not a completely different person. He's still like he's still what? like sarcastic and snotty and do you only watch the first three quarters of that movie
2: what are you talking about No,
1: like when he (laughs) when he saves the kid from falling out of the tree he's still like yeah but in the context
2: of that movie another 10,000 years are supposed to pass
1: it's not uh, Harold Ramis has not has not said 10,000 years he said it was
2: happened some X number of times it's astronomical
1: yeah it's like uh, he said I think Harold Ramis came out and said it was like 34 years Hmm. And some people have gone and like calculated how long it would take you to like get Do that good at things- like ice okay cold maybe things that's again. where I came from Maybe yeah. that's where I and got it, it it would be much longer but what I'm saying is this he's still no
2: wait dude he comes out of that he's a completely different every aspect of his personality is like softened
1: it's softened but it's not. It's not totally different. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. still like he's, he's still a like, fun guy. He's... Like, yeah, like Rye and like rascally. Yeah, he's just not, not mean spirited. Yeah, yeah. He's not like so self involved. Yeah, yeah. He's just like a little bit more open to other people.
2: <laughs> I, I take he's a lot more open like, open to other people. No, but... <laughs> I, no. I, I mean,
1: I, 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 I very much see him at the end of that movie as being like still kind of an asshole. Like he's still. No way! He's still oh my God. What
2: are you talking about? But like, no, he's but not. an a-
1: but an asshole in the way that like you and I are assholes. <laughs> okay, okay, you know what okay. I mean? Like, because <laughs> be- he's such an asshole at the beginning. At the beginning, he's an asshole. But even at the beginning, he's not like a horrible person. He's just mm, like he
2: seems like a pretty horrible person. I, I mean, they they really stack the deck to make him
1: seem like a big ass, well, big well, ass, big ass. Once the time loop starts, <laughs> then he becomes a horrible, even person. even worse, yeah. Because he starts manipulating women into having sex with him, but mm, bef- which is what I would do before. if I was stuck in there. That, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. what I'd do. <laughs> but at the beginning of the movie, it's not like he's like uh, unconscionable, you know. Like yeah. it's not like he's no, like I know he's he's not a complete
2: sociopath. Yeah,
1: he's not like just like decking people in the throat and like <laughs> you know harassing women left and right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what I—that's what I like about this movie—is yeah. that every like you get the sense that their their problems aren't all solved. Yeah, they're gonna have problems in the future, like yeah. Todd and uh, uh what's what, Martha Plimpton's what, character? I don't know. I don't know. Julie, Tom Julie, Todd Julie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the heck happened to Martha Plimpton? She was on that show, Raising Hope. Oh okay, I never watched that. Oh. But so she's she's
2: continued working through yeah, the oversight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz she seemed like she should. Yeah. and, and it seemed like what's her name, Ju- Julie uh the woman from Natural Born Killers. Like she kind of slid Juliette in. Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis kind of slid in and took the fame that was supposed to be Martha Plimpton's. I don't know. Like there was only room for one kind of peculiar, kind of attractive, but in a weird way, actress in Hollywood at the time. And she, she slid in and took it out from under Martha.
1: No, I guess she's actually been doing like, uh, like (laughs) acting pretty consistently. Sure. Um, and
2: here's a useless piece of trivia. She was in mosquito coast with river Phoenix and then this movie with Lake Phoenix. Oh, yeah. how exactly. about that? I think Mosquito Coast must have been right around the same time period, right?
1: Um, Mosquito Coast was '86, so oh, okay. three years before. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I love. Ke- so I love Keanu Reeves in this movie. Yeah, I love this movie. I fucking love
2: this movie. I I, I knew that I liked it, but I never took time to go rewatch it. I fucking loved it. Well, I, it's, it's the first one. I should have. I should have bought it. I rented it because I was like, "Man, eh, I'll just watch it again." Yeah.
1: And now I regret it. I wanna. I wanna own it. Yeah. I. It's a. It's like a. It's a great movie to kind of like revisit from time to time. I and, don't know
2: why this isn't kind of in the rotation of holiday movies, right? Like,
1: I mean, it's not a holiday movie, but it's. It seems so, like a holiday movie. It's so.
2: Uh, yeah, it, it, what, what the word just left me like it's it's heartfelt and, and uh, it just has that feeling of a, of a holiday film. Yeah.
1: It's got it's kind of got like I guess sentimental, that's the yeah. word. I guess it's kind of r- r- like uh Planes Trains and Automobiles, like it kind of has yeah. is of the same ilk. Sure, you but that I mean? is a
2: holiday movie. That's happening over yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's
1: right? why I'm saying parenthood seems feels like a holiday yeah. movie cuz it seems like it's cut from the same cloth well, as that. Well, and they type have a couple of
2: times where the whole family gets together which yeah and they just seem to do it's a it. birthday movie it's,
1: it's... <laughs> it's a birthday it's a birthday movie. movie oh by the way i i relate so hard to steve martin's uh issues with his son kevin okay uh because my son is like is very sensitive yeah, but he's four. I know, but <laughs> but you can't help but like yeah. worry about it. Sure, no, I you mean, know, like yeah. you see your like your son struggling with something that, for some reason, in your mind, you're like they should have this on lock already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and he just doesn't know what to do. He's like, but I'm do uh, when he's like I'm doing the things yeah. right. He's like, uh, his when mary steen steen Steenberger, Steenberger, steenburger was like what did you think you were just gonna start coaching little league and dress oh, up like yeah. a cowboy and all those problems were gonna go away then, yeah. he's yeah. like yeah. yeah yeah i did i really did I yeah. did yeah uh so i can re- i relate to that a lot because it's just like oh god i'm trying i'm trying to do the right things and it just doesn't seem like it's getting better yeah and, but <laughs> like in your heart you know that like that's just who it's yeah. okay if that's just who he is yeah but you still want to like they protect do, them they
2: stack the deck pretty hard with the like the school counselors bringing the parents in to tell them you know hey that's you know, one of I my did. favorite
1: parts is when he when steve martin's like she smokes oh, yeah. grass
2: <laughs> 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 me too my memories of the movie were that like you like a smokestack like <laughs> yeah. i remember that line and i remember the the biology teacher like after i couldn't remember the context but rewatching it it's when uh, when uh, julie announces that she's pregnant and she's like if he thinks he thinks i'm having his baby he's nuts or whatever and she's like pregnant i'm too old too young to be pregnant blah 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 and and she's like i was at woodstock and he goes i was there too yeah i thought you looked familiar that <laughs> yeah. like, i remember that line seeming so funny when
1: i was a kid that i don't i, I, I don't like even that, know I mean. why it's just it's it's a good line yeah. i like it i yeah. like that one anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> all right should we wrap this thing up sure
2: how many woes i mean this is a rough well, do you, one because you have
1: any uh do you have any other any other thoughts any um, other? Keanu related thoughts, not really. I mean, he,
2: he really does a lot with a limited character, right? Like his, his character is supposed to be surprisingly, uh, reliable, surprisingly, um, grounded. Yeah. For some, and I don't know if that's because Keanu presented it or if it's just the way they wanted to present. Who knows? Keanu delivers it is all that matters. Um, so for him, you know that's I he, he does great in this movie, and I agree. I like him in this movie a lot. Yeah, the uh,
1: the one line that he delivers, which is pretty bad, I will say, uh-oh. is when is after he gives the great his great monologue about <laughs> uh, butt reaming asshole fathers, <laughs> is when he's when he's talking about shaving their heads, and he's like, I no. guess. When he's like, I don't know what we were thinking.
2: <laughs> no, I love that. I thought that was great. It's like I don't know, I don't know what we were thinking. Like, I feel like the way he delivered that. I feel like it was part like she says that to him earlier because it almost sounds like he's uh, he's mocking something that they had already presented, but they huh. cut that out. Maybe, but I, I can see what you said. I like it. I, don't I like, like the way he delivered. it. I, don't I don't like, don't like the, the way he it I do. I the think deli- it's great. I think- <laughs> Who knows what we were thinking? <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's true, dude. They fucked their hair up real bad. Actually, Martha Pumpton looks kind of dynamite
1: in that. With that do, he just looks like an asshole, but she I, looks pretty rad. Actually, her hair before she gets it before yeah. she cuts it off is <laughs> real bad. What the <laughs> fuck <laughs> is going on with that hair? That is preposterous. she's got like two horns in the front. In place of bangs, because it's like they're bangs, but there's like the bangs are parted in the middle and yeah. kind of like bunch up in these little like tops. That's a good point. Yeah, I, who fucking knows? The that. fuck is that? <laughs> I don't like that hair. I don't like it. That's like I, 80s hair, dude. I, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's bad. It's bad for the 80s. Even yeah, you're right. It's you're bad right. for 80s. Because when you, yeah. I mean, everybody. I know '80s hair. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're I've right, you're seen right. Seinfeld. I know <laughs> Elaine. <laughs>
2: That's not the '80s. You Elaine <laughs>
1: Bennis' hair in the beginning of that show is like th- it is the <laughs> essence of the '80s. No, the in girls the early in '90s.
2: The, the girls in the. Uh, in the shopping mall in Bill and Ted's when, when Sigmund Freud and, and Billy the Kid and Yeah, but and that's, that's movie 80s. No, 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 dude. Those girls in that scene are 80% of the world, girls I was in high school with, you are very wrong. That hair right there in that scene, that is what women wore their hair like. That is shitty 80s hair. 100%. <laughs>
1: I'll bring back my fucking yearbook. Okay, you can go through You know what, it, dude? I was two, <laughs> so I think I might know.
2: <laughs> no, All right. I meant to bring that up during Bill and Ted's last week. That sequence when they show those two girls and they're like giggling and looking over oh, at yeah. Socrates uh-huh. and Billy the Kid, I was like, oh, Siggy? God that everything oh it's just perfect like they just grabbed two girls who were in the mall yeah. and just
1: filmed them because yeah. that is what they just went to a mall and filmed those,
2: those hair that hair was so fucking bad it was
1: so fucking bad what were they thinking <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you're right. Martha Plimpton's hair before they it's shave bad. it is real it's bad. bad. It's real bad.
1: Yeah. His hair, when he shaved it, was better than his hair yeah. in Prince of Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Because that true. was really bad. They, they do seem to do a lot of like, they, they, I feel like he got stuck in this like, oh, it's it's that kid. We, we can shave his head for this.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe his hair just grows really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Because so, it was, so he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I went from being shaved in Prince of Pennsylvania to the next year being fully long, fully again.
2: long again. Um, it may, that was a year of growth. It may be a wig in this in general, right? Like, yeah, maybe I was, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, what's her name? Uh, eyes wide shut. Uh, uh Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman. She's like famously lambasted for wearing wigs all the time but from a continuity perspective like costume designers almost insist on especially women characters like that who have distinct looks have wigs because you can't set up a day's worth of shooting and have the woman's hair be not continuous from the days before shooting for whatever reason you solve that by putting a fucking wig on them because you're in control of it that way right so everybody's wearing wigs is my point
1: Right, otherwise you end up in a Justice League situation where you're having to CGI lips on a guy.
2: (laughs) That's my point. So it's possible somewhere in there the, 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 the iconic Keanu look may just be a wig i i guarantee some reshoots have happened where he's wearing a wig yeah. because they've had to already cut his hair for some other reason and come back and redo something so yeah for sure that's happened with with that shaggy shoulder length hair that he was kind of iconic for
1: yeah well he's is, still kind of iconic for it now because yeah you're right still he still grows, wears it that way he huh? still wears it long yeah
2: and it probably does grow pretty fast right like who fucking knows how to fucking know? I mean, Why do we care? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we do we give this a woe category? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. let's give it a this woe. Is,
1: okay. Well, I, mean, I give it five woes. Yeah, five
2: woes, of course. I mean I, it's a fucking great movie.
1: Yeah. I love I I'm glad you liked this movie as much as you did. Oh that god, me too. Made me happy. Uh, yeah. happy to hear that because yeah. I could I could see People, I, I can understand why people wouldn't like this movie. Well,
2: my, I almost, one of the first texts I almost sent you within the first, like, 15 minutes of watching was, I want to slap everyone. Like, I want to slap <laughs> all of these parents because they were just, they're all annoying. They're all doing it wrong. Oh, but yeah. But then I was just like, as I'm watching, I'm like, I actually don't. I actually love every one of these people for one reason or another. And they're, yeah. they're presenting them very... You know, for a movie, very accurate to like, yeah. There's they're annoying, but there's also warmth between. Like it felt full. That felt
1: like a real family for sure. It felt rich. Did you ever watch either of the Parenthood TV shows? Uh. 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 -uh. Because I watched quite. Ashley got really into the more, more recent Parenthood TV show with like Craig T. Nelson and. Okay. Is it uh,
2: is it loosely based off of this movie? The,
0: yeah,
1: the yeah. Is it the same characters or is it just the structure of like it's kind it's like siblings, same character adult types. Siblings. It's okay. like so, like Craig T. Nelson is like a stand-in for like the Jason Robards character sure. of like the old like the you know the battle axe old fuck yeah the patriarch the yeah. you know old, gr- grizzled old man and yeah. then there's like a Steve Martin type character within like with a same type of family dynamic. Dax Shepard mm-hmm. kind of plays, like, the Larry kind of character, like, the really? youngest the youngest kid who sure. is, like, trying to get his life together. This is on now, right? It ended mm-hmm. a few years back, oh, okay. but it was on for, like, six seasons or something. Yeah. I watched quite a bit of it sure. because it was on a lot of my house. No, I understand. But I that's, don't like that's it That's
2: why much. I've seen all of Rock of Love,
1: dude. I get it.
2: Well, that show rules. <laughs> well, okay. That's, that's fine.
1: <laughs> but the, I don't know, the TV show was not, is yeah, not I, never I, as good as this movie. No. Never.
2: I... I whatever
1: even at times in the show where i was like this is pretty good this is okay this is all right for what it is still not gonna reach still doesn't reach the levels of this because
2: well because of ron howard it's because of ron howard this could have been handled by a lot of other people and it would have been just schmaltzy and and lame yeah he really like delivering the that ridiculous you know life you know i prefer the roller coaster to the merry-go-round like
1: i i love steve oh. martin's reaction he's like oh yeah she's a real poet you know like oh, yeah i will i uh, one 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 quick thing uh before we finish up is i was talking to our friend uh tucker mm. from the river's edge episode uh-huh. and I, uh i was asking him i saw him on thanksgiving or the that day is before how i thanksgiving, know him yeah yeah and he uh i he was like where are you guys at in the In the filmography. Yeah, in the filmography. And I was like, Parenthood. And I was like, What do you think about that? And he was like, "Uh, Sometimes the thing that he specifically brought up was he was like, I don't know if I needed Steve Martin to hear roller coaster sounds. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) No, and I agree.
2: As that was happening, I was like, This is a little too on the nose. This is the kind of thing that even five years later as a director, I don't think he would have leaned into necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Me too. That's how I feel as well. The film very easily could have ended without that whole sequence they could have just had the discussion between the two of them because that that scene before that where he like comes over and he's like hey i love you she's yeah. Like, yeah i love you too and he's like no no i i i love you right like yeah everything is is said right there it, yeah. it's understood they're gonna have the baby everything's gonna be okay and they could have cut right there to the the baby Hospital, being born. yeah yeah
1: yeah but
2: they throw that next thing in to give you a little bit more over the top for no reason yeah he's not wrong Tucker's no. not wrong but no. uh but I still liked it like yeah, me too I I even inadvertently watched it like the, I, I went back and rewound it a little because I was like how did they get into that because suddenly it does start to shake and like he does a slow build it's not it's not awkward it, it does a slow build and suddenly you're like oh there's roller coaster noises. yeah oh and yeah. like you know and he's got the tilted camera and
1: yeah and I I, I, I I, I w- I'm
2: okay with it. It it goes back to to Ron Howard just yeah. being able to deliver that kind of schmaltzy shit, right? Effectively,
1: and I, and I like the <clears throat> I like that uh, part of the pun, the arc of <laughs> St- of Steve Martin's character in that moment. Yeah, just like even the small arc Let that goes go. on of like yeah. uh, like anxiety, worry, like embarrassment, all that yeah. stuff, and then just like being able to be like. I'm I'm going to laugh at this. Yeah. Well and there's like, there's like also it.
2: sound design in there where like prior to him letting go, the the noises of the crowd is all anger and people are pissed and they're like, He's ruining the play and like yeah. as it gets all shaky and he's like turning sideways and he opens his eyes, everyone's laughing. Like yeah. He's able to like see. Oh yeah, no, this is me. I'm the one who's freaking out about this. Yeah. Everyone else is because who gives a fuck? That would be such an epic fucking school play to go to oh, to yeah. watch the kid get up there and ruin
1: it. I would love. Oh, it. I would that's love the it. only reason anybody
2: goes to a school <laughs> yeah, play.
1: They want to see the kids fuck up. It's like watching the Office bloopers on YouTube. <laughs> oh, Real time bloopers. That's all it is. But you know, Tucker's kind of a jaded uh, dick. You know. Yeah, so, fuck yeah. you, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What we got to get him back for which one? My own private Idaho. Okay, that's he's, right. He's, he's coming that, back for my
1: own private Idaho. Is that that's soon? Yeah, it's soon. Yeah. What is, what's the next one? We've already uh, got the five woes. This is a fucking dynamite must see. Um, the next one is so the next one he was in was a movie called I Love You to Death, but we're holding off on that one okay. because he just has a very small role in that movie. I feel like I've uh, seen that movie. Well, it's, it was directed by Lawrence Kasdan, so it, I do want to watch it. Um, but then after that is uh, Tune In Tomorrow. So our next episode is going to be Ooh. Tune In Tomorrow. It's it's uh, I don't think I've seen this. <clears throat> it's based on a Mario Vargas Losa novel called Aunt Julia and the Scriptwriter. What um, is this a fucking love story? It's a. I no, thought he uh, didn't start doing love movies until like Sandra Bullock post post uh, Speed. <laughs> I think it, it's like a, a romantic comedy type thing. Uh, um, man. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's got Peter Falk, uh, Keanu Reeves, and Barbara. I going to write this down because I'm gonna forget.
2: Oh, and that's funny because my uh, teenage crush on Mary Steenburgen coming back in this because was was
1: supplanted also with uh, uh, Barbara Hershey. I was like, yeah, oh. she's got that Barbara Hershey <laughs> vibe. Oh, Barbara Hershey. Uh, <laughs> What's it called again? It's called Tune In Tomorrow. Toon I think they work in like a radio station or something toon. like that. But uh, I bet it's a I bet it's a movie or a, a TV studio. Well, it says the story surrounding a radio drama in love, so oh, I think Jesus. it's about the radio. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't, but I am not looking forward but, to this well, one. Well, you know who knows. But then after that, we got Point Break, <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, nah. My Own Private Idaho.
2: Go! go, 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 go. Uh,
1: yeah. So,
2: <laughs> so it's gonna be a a,
1: a good uh, Christmas break. <laughs> and then after, I mean, and then you know, after that, we're we're gonna be in some uh, some some schmaltz, some, some good schmaltz. territory, some. Fun. I think it'll be fun.
2: Do you mean the dead zone, like the the period between fucking Bogus Journey and The Matrix? It's a dead zone, right? No, like there's like the, no, you that got, shitty.
1: You got Speed. You got Johnny oh, oh, that's Johnny I Mnemonic. Mean. You got Chain Reaction. The... the Devil's Advocate. No, sir. <laughs> a walk in the clouds. That's the sir. one that I'm
2: not looking forward to. Fuck that movie. Little
1: Buddha, baby. Oh, Siddhartha. Why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> Actually, I mean, watching
2: this today made me wish we were doing this with Steve Martin movies.
1: Well, that'll be next. <laughs> that'll be next, that'll baby. That'll be next. Okay. That'll be next, my friend, cuz I mean, yeah, Steve Martin does have quite quite he's got the a quite film. a
2: filmography and it's diverse and it's got its ups and downs, man. It as definitely much as has I fucking love yeah. Steve Martin, oh, he's yeah. had
1: some real dingers. Um yeah, I mean not yeah, but that's I like that. Oh, yeah, to yeah. me, that is kind of what sure. makes it fun, is that, like, you kind of, there's, for one, there's too many that nobody has seen them all,
2: right? For Steve Martin, or are we talking Keanu? Keanu Reeves, guy, yeah. in, in, Oh, fuck, no. I mean, probably I, in Steve I would Martin, guess, too. I would guess Keanu hasn't even seen all these fucking he, movies. For sure. He's no. never
1: watched The Night Before. <laughs> He's never, ever. He
2: definitely didn't watch that whole movie.
1: Um And but that uh, that's what I like is that like there's going to be Prince s- of Pennsylvania let's be frank that's the one he never watched <laughs> yeah <that may> be <laughs> um, but I, yeah I feel like there's I, I like the fact that a lot of times you don't know what you're going to get yeah this you're, is one tune yeah. in
2: tomorrow I, I, and I'm a ridiculous movie person especially at the because this is what 90 1990 1990 yeah there's no
1: well I was really
2: high that year so it's possible that I just don't remember because of that
1: it's weird it's weird that I have not seen it mm. I've never even heard of it um yeah I've never heard of it either now that you, are you sure
2: he's a main character in this he is the main character wow it's gonna be real bad because if he was coming off of Bill and Ted's
1: and and th- this is Bill and Ted and Parenthood and then the next year four movies is point Break bill and ted's bogus journey in my own private idaho Mm. so this one's just weirdly kind of like in tune
2: in tomorrow okay well
1: yeah all right (sighs) well this is great (laughs) it's the best all right do all that (laughs) podcast stuff (laughs) Uh, you know listen (laughs) subscribe rate all that stuff uh tell us your thoughts (laughs) on keanu yeah what do you think what do you do you like parenthood tell Would do you like tune in tomorrow Watch, tune in tomorrow. Are Watch, w-
2: tune in tomorrow. Are you a tune in tomorrow stand? Please let us
1: know. Yes. Are you watching along with us? <laughs> let us know. Sorry. All are right. Are you
2: Are you yelling at your wife on the podcast right now? Yeah. Like-
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley! <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Dylan. Thank you. Man. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Okay. All right. And but, uh, let's do the thing.